Welcome back to the To Them Movie Podcast. I'm Casey. I'm Avila Fox. I'm Randy. And this week we're talking law-abiding citizen citizen. to death. To death. A lot of death in this movie. (laughs) A frustrated man decides to take justice into his own hands after a plea bargain sets one of his family's killers free. Free. He targets not only the killer, but also the district attorney and the others involved in the deal. Involved in the deal. All right. So here we are with episode official 39. There might be a bonus episode somewhere in there. Somewhere. But that's another time. Anyways. So law abiding citizen. Law. We are back at it again. Fuck at it again. Rounding out nearly the end of our. Gerardo Boulier kick. Boulier. <laughs> so, shout out to Moy. Yeah. We're going to miss you, bud. Miss you, buddy. Um, miss you greatly. He's not dead. He's just moving. Yeah. Just for anyone who's I know, really I know. That came off a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> he's just moving to San Diego. <laughs> Wait, he's not good. <laughs> he's not dead? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Law abiding citizen. <laughs> okay. So. Randy, what are your general impressions? Damn, I want to go first. I fucking love this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, damn, man. But- Butler's so good in this movie. Boulier. 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 Um, Jamie, Jamie Foxx is all right. I don't think he's that great in this movie. He's but okay. Hot take. Felt like that was a cash grab. Yeah. Jamie Foxx was Jamie Foxx. Also, his hair keeps changing. It was really weird. Oh, I, I mean, there's a time jump. I don't know. You got to keep it fresh. I don't like it. And it people be dying doesn't mean <laughs> I got to Time jumps look. don't happen between scenes. <laughs> <laughs> between cuts. Yeah. Um, look, you got to keep it fresh between those murders. This, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I still got to look good. Yeah. Um, no, I, I really enjoyed this movie. I forgot how good it was, to be honest with you. It's also shot really well. It's directed by uh, F. Gary Gray, I believe. Yes. And he did one of the Fast and Furious movies and a bunch of other stuff. No, um, dude, that guy has done a bunch. He did Friday, Set It Off, The Negotiator, The Italian Job, Men in Black International, A Man Apart, Be Cool, Straight Out of Compton, and The Fate of the Furious. Dude, he's really good. Yeah, he's killing it. Um, <laughs> it's great. Avila, shoot. I Shoot, really enjoyed baby. this movie. I forgot Shoot. how fucking good it was. Um, yeah, it makes you think like he's like a fucking evil genius. <gasps> you ever seen the show? Anyways, uh, yes, <laughs> yeah. No, I, mean, I, I really did like this movie a lot. I just, I like this movie a lot. There are some, arguably, if you his don't best movie this movie, if you don't dig into it super hard, is good. Yeah, it, this is his. Best movie, not his most popular movie, I would say. Yeah, I'm trying to think what he does better in than this. 300. I mean, acting-wise. Nothing. The Ugly Truth. Oh, hell yeah, I agree. 100%. Ugly Truth is fucking funny. Hmm. Ugly Truth. Hmm. You've never seen it? If we're talking about Hmm. drama, I would say this is probably Um, his best film. Or Rock and Roller. What's the what's the one where he goes to Africa and saves some people? Machines or something? Machine. Oh, the machi- uh, machine gun. The preacher? machinist <laughs> or machine gun preach preacher or something like he's that. He's like a drug dealer or something. Or no, he like what it was. he's no, he's like um, he's like a fucking guy. Like <laughs> he's a fucking he's a fucking hippie. Let's get it. Yeah, <laughs> let's get it. All right, so back to the thing. His best role ever is the Phantom of the Opera. Okay. All right. Dracula 2000. All right. Okay. We wait, all, wait, we okay. all like the fucking movie. Let's get into right, spoilers. Yeah. Take it back. Wait, wait. Take it back. It's the bounty hunter. Come on. 
Dog the bounty hunter? Dog the bounty hunter. He'd be a good dog bounty hunter. He actually would be a good dog bounty hunter. All right, so let's keep going. Randy, can you go ahead and feed me some neurotoxin so I can get through this fucking spoiler section? cut his penis off. Law-abiding citizen (laughs) had a budget of 50 million. Oh, sorry. A law-abiding citizen opened October 16th, 2009. It was rated R. It had a budget of $50 million, an opening weekend of $21 million, and a total gross of $126 million. That's a good uh, good little amount right Blackbuster. there. Blockbuster. And with the format change, in case you didn't listen to the bonus episode, I will not be listing the runtime of the movie. I will run- list how many weeks it ran. This movie ran for 16 weeks. Ooh, hmm. nice. Okay. This movie was, as we mentioned, directed by F. Gary Gray of the previous titles I mentioned. FGG. He's done some pretty solid movies and some not so solid ones. Some pretty okay. Looking at you, Italian job. What? Get the. Oh my God. That movie movie is fun. That movie is not good. It is fun. Stop the podcast. podcast. If you want to watch it, it's on FX every fucking day. Randy's niche is fucking early 2000s, 1990 car driving movies. Check, check, and check. (laughs) He also loves biker boys. Oh, and blonde women. Check. With dreads. Check. By evidence of his wife. Fight him, Randy. Don't hit the play. Hit the game. <laughs> all right. All right. The cast includes the one, the only Gerardo Boutlier, Boutlier. as Clyde Shelton, Jamie Mr. Fox as Nick Price, and then Bruce Gills also in this movie, Leslie Bob, Michael Irby, and Viola Davis is in this movie as the mayor. Yeah. Dude, that blew that was, my mind. I was like, was oh, so, shit. That was good. Wait, wait. And Josh Stewart. Oh, and Josh Stewart, yes. I love that guy. Just in a son? million different things. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of those like, oh, you're the guy in the thing, people. Yeah, he's totally like, I've seen that guy in other things. Okay. Uh, most notably, the collector. Okay, so off the top, originally, these two's roles were flipped. Jamie Foxx was supposed to be Gerard Butler's character, and Gerard Butler was supposed to be Jamie Foxx's character. And there's a little controversy, not controversy, but there's a little bit of a disagreement about whose idea it was to swap. But ultimately, they did. So now that we've made it through general impressions and there isn't like a ton of spoilers for this movie, except for spoiling the movie itself. Yeah. But Gerard Butler as a fucking psychopath. It works. That's his neat. Do you know this movie originally got an NC-17 rating? They had to cut it back because you know what scene that pushed them over? Hmm. Guess. It's not the torture scene, is it? Where he's got the guy. No, it's not the torture scene. The, the, The rape scene. No, it's not the rape scene. It's where he fucking stabs that guy with a with T-bone. The fucking, oh, oh, my yeah. God. And he just, he's going in. I guess there was way more blood in that scene before. Damn. Dude. And he's like, yeah, brother, just uh, you know, use the remote. You know, change it right there. Oh, okay. Like this. And shit. you know what's going to happen. The second you see the T-bone, you're like, no, nah, why the fuck would you give him that? Dude, and he hacks him up. Oh, my God. That was fucking brutal. Hey, turn it up. It's like fucking metal music. He doesn't even hesitate. Like the second that music kicks on, he just starts going for the throat. It's visceral. It's great. That's like one of the top scenes in the movie. Dude, that shit will leave you fucking like jaw drop. Like, whoa, did he fucking do that? Like, uh. Dude, I, I thought that was Triple H for the when I started rewatching. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was like Hunter Hearst Helmsley. <laughs> I the movie sets up like him being an evil genius like so well. Like, 
I enjoy when they finally get to like uh what's his fucking name? Uh the actor, the guy who knows him from the CIA. The guy with the beanie who's yeah. in a million things. He's in a million things also, in yeah. Everything. He always is wearing that fucking beanie. Everything I've seen him in. I'm I like, think the only thing is in um when he's in um House of Cards, he never wears the beanie, obviously. Yeah, uh Michael Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Kelly. But when he's like he fucking we he's like oh he's an assassin like no he's a fucking think tank like he if he wants you dead he thinks about it and it fucking happens we got him to put a like a kevlar cord in a fucking tie and he killed a dude by just mailing it to him <laughs> it's like the fuck <laughs> yeah how do you do that you just you send it as a gift no it's about the kevlar tie what's that mean because it's you can't cut it it's a high tensile strength. So like when you see like Russian assassins, like strangling people, usually that's Kevlar thread. It's really, really, really fucking okay, hard. So when he, so that dude tied the tie, he tied it to tie. And then it had a motor and then it was like, zzz, Oh, and then choked him out. Oh, I get it now. Gangster. I didn't get it when I was watching. <laughs> well, you're supposed to assume that it has some sort of motor because he works on that's though. The initial scene does a lot with so little because he's sitting there. He's with his daughter He's with, you know, his wife's upstairs cooking and he's just working on a, he's soldering a board and you're like, oh, okay. He's just, you know, he tinkers. It's whatever. And then like, as you go on and he starts doing all the shit, you're like, man, this guy's really obsessed. Like, blah, blah, blah. Then you find out he's like a former think tank agent from like the CIA. And you're like, oh, they fucked with the wrong guy. They picked the wrong dude to be like, eh, well, we cut him a deal. Like, nah, dog. <laughs> dude, that whole fucking part where like. He does have the dude strapped to that fucking, that board, and he gets in the fucking jellyfish, or not, what was it, the uh, puffer fish? Yeah, the neurotoxin. Yeah, and like, he's like, no, he's like, you're paralyzed, but you can feel every single thing. And, you and he's feel like, everything. He's like, adrenaline, so I don't want you to pass out. Like, it's like so fucked up when he's describing what he's going to do to that fool. That scene is fucked up, but even the level of like, all right, not only that, I recorded it, and I'm going to send it to the district attorney that was working my fucking case to his daughter. And I'm like, that's brutal. That's gangster. Fucking nuts. Like, he's, he's just trying to psychologically and physically damage as many fucking people as he can. Also, he, it took him 10 years to exact this plan because he had to build, I don't know how many goddamn fucking tunnels into solitary confinement. <laughs> like, this plan is like incredibly thought out it it's is just wild and so. yeah and the, and the fact that he i don't even think i mean we we're in spoilers we yeah. all know we all know how the ending that beautiful ending scene where he like gets blown up or whatever the fire and it's also beautifully shot I know. it's amazing it's a great shot flames i don't think he ever thought he was gonna get out of this alive like I, no. I definitely think he thought he was gonna get away with everything and kill everyone and get his yeah. revenge but i don't think he ever for a second thought oh i'm gonna get away with this so the fact that it's so elaborate and so over the top and he's so like villainous about it is like, that's, that's what makes why the movie great. I love, that's why my favorite part about the film and you can say whatever you want about plot holes in the movie and how it's structured or whatever. If you just take the movie at surface value, which I feel like this is one of those movies that you should just sit, watch, enjoy. It's not going to be the movie that like you take home mentally, yeah. like you walk away from, but while you're in it, you're in it. Just to, like be in the movie. Like yeah, be in the movie. It's so a- that being said, that last shot where he's sitting on the bed and the fire's coming up along the walls, it's coming up along the side. He's just staring at that photo of his family. Like you're like, oh, this guy is not just like 
he's not a psychopath. Like he literally had an ideology and at no point did he think I want to keep living. That was not ever his plan. That was not the idea. The whole idea was to prove his point, despite how fucked up or roundabout he went about it. But he's so at peace, even with his plan falling apart because of that line where he's like, you don't negotiate with murderers. He's like, Jamie Foxx is like, I fucking get it. I get it now. And he's like, no, you don't. But that's like the thing is like, and then he turns it on his head. And even in, even when he's losing, I still feel like he's won. That's great. I like that. That's the lesson he learned. Yeah. You know what I mean? And fuck man, that, that beginning scene, like when I watched this movie and then everything happens and then he's crying and he's like, but, but, but I saw him and did And he's dude, he sells heartbreak so well. Dude, dude, you're in the, it with him. Not, and like, the whole reason damn, why dude. he fucking does it to a guy is, or lets the guy go because it affects his case record or something like that, right? Yes, because he had a 98% conviction rate. Yeah, and like the risk was too high for him to lose that. To lose the case. Yeah. Because they, they could end up losing and then nothing would happen to either of them. But that's what Gerard Butler's, that's what uh, Clyde is arguing. He's like, but you didn't even try. He's like, I could have lived with you at least trying to persecute them to the full extent of the law, but except you cared more about your conviction rate and got the wrong dude. Yes, they were both involved, but that's not the guy who actually stabbed and raped his wife or fucking killed John Stewart or Josh Stewart, baby. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, that's, that's the problem like with that whole mentality, but you know, what sells heartbreak in that initial scene more than the one where he's actually crying is when he shakes hands with the killer. And then you see Gerard Butler from the archway across the plaza from from the media watching him shake his hand. And he just looks at him like you motherfucker. Like you didn't, you did this all for you. You weren't trying to help me. That's ah. it's intense, dude. dude. fucking movie yeah i love this movie i really i'm glad we revisited it and came back to it it's probably one of his it's literally probably one of his best yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think everyone's on top of their game <coughs> except for jamie fox i think he's phoning it in. yeah he's I phoning think it in. he's, he's phoning it in which check. is still okay for jamie fox but i mean it's he's not, so talented he can get away with this shit. right it's it's definitely one of those situations where like oh jamie fox just showed up and decided to play himself at <laughs> work today like he's not playing a character he's yeah. just playing jamie fox he didn't disappear into it like Ray or Collateral. Wait, wait, say that again? You ever seen Collateral? Yeah, I've seen Collateral. Yeah, well, because in Ray, he becomes Ray Charles. In Collateral, he's the taxi driver. Like He's good in that, too. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like he, didn't he win an award for that one? <clears throat> I don't know. I think he got nominated for Collateral. He didn't win. Ray's the one that he finally won. Him and Tom Cruise are excellent Dude, in Dude, Tom Cruise is so fucking... They're both so good in Collateral. Just watch it. Yeah. That's a Michael Mann movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should watch them. It's really long, though, dude. Is it? Super long. No, nah, we can do a Hitman month. Oh, nice. Or a driving month. We do Driving Miss Daisy and Collateral. Gross. Gross. <laughs> or the movie Drive. <laughs> no, but specifically driving people around. All right. Well, let's so we, do fu- uh, we should do fucking Phone Booth. Mm. Ooh, Phone Booth is good. Phone Booth is good. Hacking movie. Give yourself a <laughs> Keeper fucking said. All right, I'm done. I don't want to talk about Law of anymore. Let's close the bitch <laughs> out. 
Are you serious? No, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. Jokes. Um, not as shredded as he was in 300. Still, still pretty still fucking, fucking animal. Hey. Jesus Christ! Know. For a CIA think tank <laughs> nerd, he was jacked as fuck. Nah. Hey, still impressive, but naked. <laughs> I love when they arrest him and he's just shirtless. Or is he naked? He's Na- naked. Naked. Oh, okay. Butt ass fucking naked. Damn. And he's working. <laughs> and he's working Don't on. Don't say that. Ray's like, I need to be alone. <laughs> I need to, go I need to watch that. that part again. <laughs> that is the scene in Hackers where she takes off her top. Whoa! Uh, hell yeah. Uh, but he's like, it's so crazy that he's like, that all happens, and he knows what's gonna happen, and it's all a part of his plan. And, and then he's still working on like his Leonardo da Vinci flying machine and like making it out of wood <laughs> yeah. and putting the net and everything on. It's like he planned it out that he would finish that just as they would show up. I was like, did you plan everything? Did you plan meeting your wife? Like, I bet you he literally tricked his wife into marrying him. Probably. If he's that much of a thinker, yeah. Yeah. Also, can we can we move into hot takes? I got some hot takes. Yeah, go. Okay. First hot take is why didn't he just murder these motherfuckers right off the bat if he's this psychopath? Like if he's been this person from the beginning, right? His family gets murdered. Why not just plan it, start planning it there? Also, why 10 years? Like once you were able to enact your plan, why would you wait 10 years? Gotta let, let, gotta let the smoke clear. Are right? we meant to believe that it takes 10 years? Well, he dug some fucking holes. It takes a long time. <laughs> it don't dude. take that long. Look, I've seen Shia LaBeouf dig some holes. It doesn't take that yeah, long. Yeah, it don't take hey, that long. I've seen Andy Frank take Look. 10 years to dig a hole. <laughs> oh, long, shit. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Yeah, but he had to go like the long con because he had to fucking shuffle the dirt out in his fucking pants. Oh, that's too wild. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't I don't understand why that didn't happen. Because if he is this person, right? If he's this think tank person who murders people with ties and shit, why not immediately try and kill this person? If you know that, like, there's any, like, the direction that they're trying to go is to fuck you over. I get yeah, that he doesn't I, know that yet, but, like... I The biggest problem I have is that, for taking a hot take, is that why does every other person in the team have to be prosecuted, you know, judge, you know, Judge Dredd style before judge we Jay. get to Jamie Foxx? Like, he was the one who made the call, made the deal. Everybody else is just working for him. Yeah, I like the baller take where he just totally embarrasses the judge in front of everybody. Oh, He's like, yeah. you were just going to let me fucking go back on the street. I'm a fucking murderer. You dumb whore. And I yeah. was like, oh, oh, shit. Dude, but how when he starts describing that shit right after that, where he describes what he did to the dude. Yeah. yeah. Like, I took a hacksaw to his balls and a fucking <laughs> razor blade. Is that enough dude. proof? Like, Yeah. I was like, yo. Damn. And you got nothing. He just embarrasses everyone left and right. Like, he, that's the greatest part about this movie. Yeah, I was like that. He's. He flips the system on its head and uses it against them. Right. Yeah. He's, and that's the thing. He, he's always the smartest man in the room. And that's what Jamie Foxx says later. He's like, you always think you're the smartest man in the room. And he's like, yeah, I am. Like, <laughs> straight the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's why it's like, I think it's, I think it's, I think it fits his character less because they did figure out like that. Obviously, like his cell wasn't going to be like you think he would have had if he's that smart, he should have assumed at some point they would have gotten something on him because he's had basically like a fail safe for every other like thing that's happened. That's what I was saying earlier, though. Like, I think that he I don't think he ever planned on making it all the way out. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, and that's why I'm like, it was a suicide mission. 
Yeah, I was like, yeah, definitely. I think for sure. But people say that, but at the same time, it's like the same tunnels he was using to get in and out. It was the same tunnels after he was done. He could have been like, and I'm free. That's true. And just fucked off to nowhere. Nah, he, he knew that he didn't want to live after doing all that No, shit. but that's, yeah, exactly. It's more of the part where he didn't care to live any longer without his family. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. Why wait fucking 10 additional years? Some yeah. people start, some people go through a whole recovery process and start a whole goddamn new family. In fact, if he would have started fucking right after, he could have had another 10-year-old daughter by that point. Damn. That's a hot take right there. <laughs> Scorching hot. Okay. Additional hot take. I want to see what you guys think about it. Gerard Butler definitely could have played a Batman villain, Joker, Riddler, something like that. Negative. After watching this performance? Negative. You don't think so? Yep. Do not think so. I think so. I think he could have played the Riddler. No problem. Nope. I don't want my Riddler to be jacked. <laughs> Maybe Harvey Dent. I can see Harvey oh, Dent. Oh, I can see Harvey Dent. Okay, Two-Face. Yeah. Okay, I definitely could see that. I can see that or even Hush. You can't do that. Yeah, though, see, Hush is where I was going. Yeah. I was like, him being the absolute mirror to Batman would be fucking crazy. That'd be dope. Hey. Hey. So Hush. Hush, Hush would be my top pick. All right. I just, I couldn't believe it. After rewatching this, I was like, man, he's good at a villain. Like, he should fucking play a Batman villain. He is a very good villain. He's a good villain. Although that's the funny thing that you guys pick Hush because he was on like top list like fan picks for to play Batman. Well, yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Like if he's people, not going to yeah. be Batman, Hush would be the next the next thing. He's the opposite. Like he's Batman, not Batman. Yeah, he's, he's evil Batman. He's pieced together Batman. Yeah. Uh, Mark Miller. That being said, um. If Clayface wasn't such a fucking idiot, I would say Clayface. I think that would be interesting to see him play. I don't know Clayface if you guys. So cool. God, that's a, such a good character. Yeah, Clayface? Yes. Dopeness. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever heard of it or read it or if our listeners have read it, but there's a comic book called Nemesis written by Mark M- Millar. Uh, Mark Millar? Which is basically what if the Joker was Batman and it's like an evil version of Batman. And I think Gerard Butler could play that. Oh, uh, the Batman cool. who laughs? No, 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 no. Uh, It's like literally like if you were a psychopath, millionaire, and wanted to be a superhero, but did bad things (laughs) and like murdered people. So it's like the opposite of Batman. Well, kind of leaning into Batman, but it's a really good comic book. hmm. And he wears all white instead of all black because he doesn't give a fuck. That's how crazy he is. He's like... He's a rainbow suit. He's like Jaden Smith. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) You know that fool's 21 now? Jaden Smith is 21 now. Stop making me feel old. Dude, yeah, right? The, the the real karate happy birthday just the two of us we can make god <laughs> holy fuck i, I feel ancient right now holy shit thanks randy all right well that's been a great episode 39 of the two death podcast the two death I don't movie even, podcast gonna, the funny thing is that's not even Jaden. <laughs> that's I, his other son yeah. i forgot about that <laughs> you forgot about the older son yeah you bastard that's because Jaden is so topical but all that, so I don't care enough. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Back to law by citizen. <laughs> is there anything else? Do we have any other hot takes? Abel, do you have anything you want to say about the movie? No, just it's like honestly, it's just really good. It's something that, like you said, just pay attention. If, if you just watch it to watch it, it's a, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's all I can really say. I like enjoyed it. I'm trying to think of any other hot takes in there. Um nah, man. I mean, it's just a solid movie. Yeah. It's a quick watch, easy. I do like when he's negotiating for his bed. He's like, I love oh. that. He's like, oh, my back hurts. 
You know, it'd be nice if he's I like, had a more comfortable bed. So they're both sitting in sort of fucking wrenches for you. Yeah, idiot. he's like, I, I don't like, give Damn. a. He's like, I don't give a fuck. That's your problem, not my problem. I love that. Uh, and then it takes like two seconds for them to install that mattress, like in the tree. <laughs> and then he's all, he's all. I guess uh, when he's in the the cell scene where he kills the cellmate, he's like, so I guess you're gonna beat the shit out of me if I don't share this steak with you. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, all right, come on, sit down. And so it's such a gross scene because they're eating with like their hands and stuff. And then you're like, oh, well, this is just leading to him stabbing him. Yeah, I was neck. like, oh, this guy's fucking dead. He's being way too nice, this hey, motherfucker, right now. But not only that, it's like Jar Butler's fucking huge. So is that full. So I was like, damn. Dude, <laughs> but when that scene happens, it's convincing that he'd overpower him. Just fuck, God, God, God. Like, I, I definitely think that's where it goes to a next level where you're like, oh, no, he will do anything. Yeah. Like, that's- he wants to prove his point. Like, this is. Cause there ain't no coming back from that. But did they? Did when they he's say, like, when he's like, he's got the blood all over him, and he rubs his hands, and he just rubs it on his shirt. And there's still fucking blood <laughs> on his hands. Well, God damn. Well, it, they, that guy doesn't say what he was in there for, right? He just says he asked Gerard Butler what well, he's in there yes. for. Yes, it would have been different. If they would have said it to get a little more like. All right, what is he in there for? Like, is he just like a petty criminal? But see, I'm glad they didn't because it was irrelevant. It's irre- It didn't matter who the fuck was in that cell with he him. He was going to kill. He them. was going to kill them. Okay, because he plan. needed to get to solitary. Okay, he needed to be locked up in solitary in order to enact the next phase of his plan. That's why him getting the steak and the meal and everything is important prior to that because his first plan where he kidnapped the dude three days before set up the auction and left him all that's happening while he's being incarcerated once he's incarcerated in order to carry out the next phases of his plan he needs to be in solitary so he can tunnel out yeah do you think now i'm I'm just asking do you think that damn what am i trying to think they wouldn't have checked for the bone and the steak like they wouldn't have cut that's, it out for him. So the that's when we start going into you're now overthinking it. So this movie is fun as a movie. But they brought him a spork. They thought about right. Silverware, that's but. that's that's when the plot holes start coming up. You're like, wait, you thought, oh, I'll give him a spork, but you didn't notice the fucking bone in the fucking T-bone steak. Also, you know they would have had guards posted with him the entire time he was eating that fucking meal. Yeah, true. Because he's got a plate. He's got, you know, they've got that table that's in there with them. Like, the whole thing. Like, they would have had a guard posted the entire time. As you go on thinking about that stuff through this movie, it's not, it doesn't make him look more of a genius. Okay. I feel you. That's why I say, just watch it. Don't overthink it. Just watch the movie. Let it happen. Because otherwise, if you start really thinking about it, most of the characters are pretty flat. Yeah. They're all one take on a one particular dimension. character. Do what it, I'm the old mentor who gave you bad advice. I'm just the district attorney. I'm the psychotic killer. I'm just the girl intern person who... Which she dies fucked up. Oh, yeah. Watching the cars explode and realize you can't get out because yours is going to blow next is a fucked up way to die. So, yeah. That's a part of the movie that... Just watch it. Enjoy it. If you overthink it, and we are guys who definitely overthink movies. Yes. And that's why I'm saying for that's anybody like game, that's else. That's why I'll, Gamer sucks. Yeah. <laughs> gamer sucks to me because of the fucking editing. Honestly, if I could just get a cleaner edit with more concise action, I think that movie would be infinitely better. And we need to get rid of that stupid color saturation. Like, it just... Uh, yeah. yeah. But we're not talking but about like, Gamer. We're not talking about Gamer. <laughs> we're not talking about Gamer. Okay, so... Law by Incident is shot so much better. It's so good. Well, yeah. 
So clean. F. Gary Gray knows how to shoot a movie. Obviously, like that. That obviously comes out, but characterization is probably one of the weakest parts about this movie, and that's where a lot of like, and just how things you're you're trying to make this guy look smart, but there are just a couple things that go okay. But the other people are just. It's not that he's super smart. Everyone else is just fucking dumb. I think at that point, though, if you're if you're gonna defend it at all, yeah, it's like they're panicking because somebody's gonna die. Yes, and so the logic and sort of reasoning goes out the window. You just try, give him what he wants yeah. and fuck it. Just oh fuck, let's go. Everyone leave. Like let's go. Let's go take care of this because this douchebag is locked up. You're this you're, asshole. You're, yeah, your mindset is this guy's locked up, but he has somebody outside that's gonna die. So. What's he gonna do in there? So they're not smart. They're not thinking yes. about it clearly. Um, but yeah, T Bone steak, and you left that. Yeah. That, I, the more I thought about, it, I was like, really? I yeah. was like, for sure, one of us would have been like a guard would have been like, yo, we need to cut that bone out, right? Yeah. <laughs> or you know, no, he cannot have a T bone. Like, yeah. he could literally have anything. I give him New York strip. I'll give him two of those bitches. Like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Dude, and then uh, that part where the uh, he's in there when he is eating the steak, and the guy goes like, "What time is it?" He's like, "It's one He goes, "Why do you gotta lie to me?" <laughs> oh yeah. yeah he's like why the fuck are you he's like he's like oh it's one o'clock and he's like what time is it he's like why are you lying to me he's like i know that it's not yeah because <laughs> like what if they did get there in time he wouldn't have let them get there in see time. this is kind of like it, this is what i'm saying my hot take about him playing a batman villain joker does the same thing where like he's being interrogated and they're like where is he and he's like well depending on the time she could be in one place or many like you know like, yeah. yeah it's that whole same why did thing. you say the joker <laughs> line but in a bane voice what many they are, but many. Oh, but <laughs> I, many. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> you said it in a Bane voice. Like, oh, okay. But like, yeah, that's that's the whole point. Is like, if you play the game, then no one dies. But the game is that close. There is no margin for error. But I don't think he would have let anybody live like that. Like with that initial one, no, he would have fucked around and then waited till the guy died. No, no, no. I believe that he knew they wouldn't get there on time. He knew I, they would do shit like that. Yes. He knew that he had just enough time that if they did everything to the fucking T, they could have got to him. But he knew that they wouldn't. He knew the warden was going to be petty about it and say, fuck this guy. Damn. Or that Jamie Foxx was in, Someone was not going to follow through. Like, that's the thing. Like, he's, it's not just that he's a smart guy. He was a CIA smart guy. His job was not understanding how to tinker. It was also understanding people. You can't trick people into doing things if you don't understand how they fundamentally work. Yeah. Great. Classic Gerard Butler. <laughs> Butler. Butler. Yeah. Let's move into ratings. Ratings. Come on. Do it. Lay it on right here. Do it. Do it. Car bombs? Amazing death traps? <laughs> T-bone steaks. T-bone, T-bone steaks. steaks. Good job, Randy. Thank you. 500 comedy points. <laughs> Minus 500%. Welcome to, two, <laughs> welcome to two death where the points don't matter and the jokes are hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So out of five T-bone steaks, Avila, go. Four to five. Five out of five. Four out of five. I like it a lot. It's a good movie. Shakes the T-bone six. It's a good throw. movie. It's a good this, movie. This, this is definitely just getting five just for that scene. Because <laughs> that scene is brutal as shit. Is. For real, this movie is just, it's a good movie. Yeah. yeah. If I'm being realistic, it's probably closer to four out of five. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that exactly. scene gets if you, 10 like out said, of 10. <laughs> if you try to overthink the movie that's trying to be really smart, you realize it's not that smart. So yeah. just enjoy it. Just yeah, watch the movie. And have a good time. All right. All right. So cool. anything else to add? Uh, no, I think we're good. Oh, Jamie yeah. Foxx phone at home. If you skip the bonus episode, check it out. We talk about some movie news that's pretty pertinent. Yeah. So if you just want to skip to the end, you can just do that. You don't have to listen to Hackers, though. I love that movie, and I will it's love good, you. It's, a, it's our you best review ever, it. actually. I don't know about that. Anyways. I think Hold the Dark is our best review ever. <sighs> Fuck that movie. <laughs> yeah. What what movie? Anyways. All right. So that is going to close us out this week on the Two Death Movie Podcast. Two Death Movie Podcast. Randy, can you tell the people how to find us? Yes, I can. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at 2DeathPod. You can email us at 2DeathPro at gmail.com. Our website, anchor.fm slash 2Death, is our new home for our podcast. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We might have some new graphics and some Ooh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Marley's very, working on some very stuff. Very soon. Yeah. So Rebrand. I got a little, little sneak peek. So Rebrand. I know I, I, knew, I know. I keep saying it's around the corner, but this time I really mean it. The the corner's like ten blocks down though, so you know it is really around. There. Yeah, but it's not it's not like an LA block. It's like a normal city block. It's uh, fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> if you're looking for me, Casey, you can find me at Instagram and Twitter at the underscore Freenix. If you're looking for me, Avalik, like find me on Twitter under Chetty Mac or Instagram at Chet McCursky. Did I ever tell you that when we first launched the podcast, if you looked at the podcast and you like looked for like Twitter and stuff, yours was the first thing that popped up and I was hella salty for a long time. (laughs) It's super, super popular. That's awesome. If you're looking for me, I'm stabbing (laughs) my cellmate in the neck with a T-bone steak (laughs) on Instagram and Twitter. All right. Well, that's going to close us out here on episode 39 of Law Abiding Citizen. Law Abiding Citizen. So, I'm Casey. Love you, people. I love the Fox. Deuce, deuce. I'm Randy. Just trying to figure it out. I'm a fucking murderer. Cocaine cowboy. Black, black.